What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Sports Bible Podcast with a, another playoff episode, round two coming up. I am Richie. I'm here with Rob, who looks like he's fresh off Coachella. Um, besides that, I think we're going to get right into it. It's been a fun series. Let's give a round of applause for Rob, you know. Way to sweep those Celtics. You know, Kyrie blaming the media again. Oh, so glad they're out. I mean, yeah, we we left off and it was what one nothing. We still were saying Celtics and seven. I tweeted it yeah. at you when it happened, and I, I knew I was going to do that. And <laughs> that's what you said. You're like, I mean, you hope it's four, but you think it's six or seven, and it happened. I mean, game two, they let Brooklyn let it slip again, seventeen point lead. And Boston's defense was just the story of the series. Tatum on Durant, like there was plays where he was blocking his jump shot straight on. And, I think he had 15 points on him all series. And um, he was ready for that challenge. Clapping, tough. Um, he had a fire under him. And, yeah, Brooklyn let that lead slip in game two. Pritchard and Brown took him home. Wearing... Pritchard had a couple big shots. I mean, you heard me saying it, like, when they let go of Dennis. It's just like this was the role he deserved, and he showed that in his rookie year. And yeah, he's the confidence level. Like he plays like a veteran. I've been on a high since Monday night. Like that's why I'm wearing these shades. It's beautiful. And like, so then game block three, out, you gotta block out the haters. <laughs> game three was uh, it's funny. I'm like with the hand motions. I was actually like just looking at the one video I posted, and I was laughing at like me like rambling about them and going like this, but so yeah, game three Brooklyn was just terrible. The effort level. It's just not there besides Bruce Brown and Blake Griffin. And then Jake. Yeah, Jay- they, they, um, Steve Nash was like an idiot for not playing them, but it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a plethora of it all led by him. Terrible personnel, terrible coach, no effort. Katie and a bunch of smalls, no defense. I told you it was like the Lakers coming in on date. And like, that's basically how it was. And Jalen took Blake on Blake Island, made him dance. Like he actually kinda... didn't. He actually like, like Blake. He didn't really stop him, but he he. You could tell he was like really like showing out and like trying Bringing energy. Yeah, he knew yeah. he was like he was like all right. I'm providing a spark, and that's what he had the crowd going. Sure, yeah, it looked like the Blake Griffin game, and they would have if they won. It would have been because of him, and then Jalen just made him dance and. Game four was close. Claxton missed 10 free throws. And Marcus I didn't Smart. see that. I was at class. <laughs> he did. He was 0 for 10. 0 for 10? Dude, I swear. It, it started in the very beginning. And then wow, Marcus. I didn't see that. Unreal line for Marcus. Like I've said to you all season, the troopers, the heart and souls that'll keep everyone together. Marcus and uh, Al really performed all series. And yeah. then. The amazing thing was that Rob came back. I mean, we were talking about it last week, and we were like, is, it re- is he really? He only missed two postseason games. We got the plan of Tice that I love. You know, we love Pritchard's improvement. Like I said, Brown was – I mean, we talked about Kyrie and Ramadan. Like, Brown did it, and he never lost a step. And, yeah, it's just <laughs> – this is a parade, especially what happened last year with Kyrie and with the logo and with him pointing fingers at us. And then how, of course, like we said, this is the most amazing turnaround ever. So like, this is really a parade from where we were 
And now, like I said to you before we recorded this, Vegas really sees it. Like we're second in title odds. What is what's the odds? Tight for the title, it's Golden State, then Boston, and I'm pretty sure it was Curry for Finals MVP, then Tatum. But yeah. Bill Simmons said it best: like, go nerds. I mean, <laughs> they see it in Boston, and like Vegas sees it. I'm, yeah, I'm looking right now. What did you say? Yeah, they're the third. They're the they're the favorites in the East. Cool. So, who's second now, Phoenix? They're one, Phoenix. Golden State two. I respect. Well, I so, think that might be because Booker came back. Yeah, of course. They didn't even think of that. And what were we saying? Another thing Bill said, what were we say Like in December, we're like, oh, they need a point guard. need someone to calm things down. Like, don't break up the Jays, idiots. <laughs> and like, he was on the team. Marcus Smart. Like, never, like the hidden point guard, defensive player of the year. And this is really his best all-around season. And, yeah, with Brooklyn, it's a plethora of it all. And, you know, you could say Steve Nash led this mess. You could say it was Durant's injury. You could say the Harden thing. But who was the first domino back in September? It was Irving. And it's like him putting every single personal decision he had before his job. Like, James probably wouldn't have I saw you said that on Twitter. I saw you said that. Yeah, and like st- people are right when Stephen A is like, I don't know if he's worth a max deal anymore. Like, no, and this I is was like arguing- super game by game based. Yeah, like people are like, oh, like he's eligible for five years, two forty eight. Nikola Jokic is going to get two fifty eight. Like, if Kyrie was to get four <laughs> five years, it's a money bonus. It's a you got to play sixty plus games, and we'll give you the extra year. He like we know he's an all around one of the most talented players of all time, but it's like, dude, you're not winning, and you don't do your job. Like, I think I have, I think I have a, good, a good way to put this. He's a max talent, but not a max NBA player. And like, you could say like fifty, forty, ninety, like his numbers when he goes off, he barely misses. Like, yeah, but when you play Nick, twenty games, yeah. And Nick Wright said it like Drew Holiday has made more of an impact in the postseason since 2017 since him or for sure more than him. And um, yeah, it's just like with them. And then he's sitting up at the podium. Like we said last week, everything's an excuse to just give myself the high ground, like him tweeting puppets for whoever calls him out. Like Stephen, I was right to call to call him out. And like everything he's been explaining about the situation is true. Like it can't be yeah. any more real Same with Kendrick Perkins. And then he's like, Oh, we haven't had time to gel while like Boston and other teams have. Well, whose fault I is wonder that? Why. What'd you say? Whose fault is that? Exactly. I wonder why Kai. And like, this is really just beautiful. And I expect these two to be a rivalry for years to come. I'm not afraid of Ben Simmons. I'm sorry. I mean, they are going to be good next year. Yeah, I don't think Steve should be back, even though he was dealt a tough hand of cards. But, like, new personnel, revamped second unit, some more effort. And then you got a good big three, and they'll be back. But, like, this Boston I, thing will be nice for a while. I don't know. I forgot who said it on ESPN. But I was home early on Wednesday. Um, What do you call it? Oh, the Nets with um Ben Simmons. He said, I'm not going to say they're contenders when, if and when he plays because we don't know if he's going to play. Like, 
we don't know if these guys like are gonna truly play. Like hurt, not hurt, like I don't know. I mean, if Ben Simmons is actually hurt, I get it, but it doesn't it's just he's not giving off a good track record in any spot he's been in. Yeah, and that's I not me being a hater. That's just me. Like, I'm, why are we still waiting on this guy? I mean, I felt like you when all the analysts and reporters were tweeting about his heist and saying, like, man, like, he really pulled that off. And like, yeah, I he filed grievance. I, like, yeah. Well, I love the heat that he was getting from, like, once he was ruled out for game four. And he's like, yeah. oh, I'm targeting this. I'm targeting that. He just wanted to play. And Nash was like, I don't know if he's ready. And it's just – and then I saw after game three when they were down 3-0, you might have saw it on Twitter, Kyrie and Kevin weren't even in the gym. Like, they were just – No, was Nash. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Ben's thing was – I guess I feel for him if, like, you got, you know, a mental block that's, like, giving you the back problems – but it's like, I mean, we got to, you never know what someone's going It's still to. your job though. Yeah. You know? It's like, get them the help, get them. The and I, I get it. I get the mental health, but at the same time, you're going to have to, if you want to get the money that you're filing grievance for, you have to eventually play. Yeah. And it's like, we don't know if, if he's not being a Kyrie Irving. Well, okay. yeah. that's yeah. the thing. And it's really just been a beautiful <laughs> Bless you if that was a sneeze. I don't think it was, but <laughs> no, but it's really just been a beautiful week. Like, uh, and just when we went up 2 0, I was just so happy. And then 3 0, it felt like it's really just been a parade. And it's just the way we played, the way Ime was ready. Like, we weren't, we were like, if we're trying to do something special, we're not taking any shortcuts. And he was, did you see that play with Grant Williams? What it was like a, a baseline play under the hoop and they had a set Dude. play and he goes, Grant. <laughs> like that's just that's just heady. That that that's oh my god. That's just <laughs> that was... like, as a defender, how do you <laughs> who was defending him? Uh it was a small guy. I forget. Was it Bruce Brown? I, he just goes like I I think it might be, but he just goes like <laughs> I'm gonna try to find it now. Now sorry. Sorry to on my Twitter but... somewhere. It's definitely on my Twitter somewhere. I feel like typing Grant Williams. I mean, he's it's not like his highlights are really gonna or you blow off my page. Try Udoka, maybe. Grant I'm gonna type in Grant Williams Ime Udoka. Yeah. At the, that, <laughs> that just showed they're running circles around. Oh, here now. we go. I think that's Seth Curry. Uh that is who it was. Yeah, he is also barbecue chicken. The whole team is. But that's like that's just heady basketball. But if you watch the, if you, you watch the set, they were probably setting up for him to get screened anyway. But um, and then, like, dude, the Jays were fiending for Kyrie Irving to be on them. Like they were having yeah. a way with him. And like, Simmons could help a lot of things, but like, dude, he hasn't played in about a year now. Like it's very dude, close, almost, to yeah, it. and it's gonna be two. It's, <laughs> it's just like. You really like I don't want to see come July, August, you and LA Fitness putting up forty foot three pointers with Rajon Rondo and nailing them too. It's my guy, you know that Rondo. But like it's just we know what's gonna happen come October. So like don't tease us. I mean, I'm or he probably will be playing. That's what we're hoping, knock on wood. I mean, 
as basketball fans, not as Knicks and Celtics fans. <laughs> but... I was going to say something about the Knicks. Um, if It's crazy. The Knicks had like a down year, obviously, a disappointing year. The Nets made the playoffs. And I still think the Knicks came out of the season with more success. <laughs> because like you had to, like you couldn't, like all this season did for the Knicks was tell you that Julius Randle was not, was that was an anomaly last year. He's a, just a 2010 volume score. That's what he is. No problem. And RJ grew, Toppin grew, quickly grew. The Nets had a guy who didn't show up half the time, a guy who's, I think he's targeting game eight. <laughs> and Kevin Durant, who, as good as he is, is thin as saran wrap when it comes to being like criticized. And I just want to say this, too, speaking of him. Arguably the greatest scorer of all time. Me and you say it. We're fans. Yeah. Uh, next to Jordan, next to Kobe. But, like, one, you're going to be 34. Like, he's, his birthday is around yours. He's going to be 34. And, like, you're getting clamped by Tatum, who wanted the challenge, who a lot of people are thinking Tatum is, like, entering the Kawhi Leonard range with, like, that ability on defense. He's better. Making – love that. Making his teammates better with the playmaking, the defense, and obviously – creating and carrying a team on offense but it's like I never want to hear and you know I was big on like oh Katie's better I never want to hear any Katie LeBron comparisons again and you could say all right 2018 that Celtic team basically the same team they have now it's a little different um no Rozier obviously no Marcus Morris no Baines guys like that but it's like the, he, LeBron played the baby Celtics at 34, took him down with George Hill. Like, I, I get it. This is like an all-time defense, too. Like, I, a lot of people are comparing him to, like, the 4 Pistons, like, all-time great defenses that could win it. And, like, no matter how great the D is, like, you got it. LeBron would have figured it out. And, like, same with Kyrie. Like, yeah, most skilled duo ever. But it's like, you guys couldn't win a game, dog. And, yeah. like, yeah, Kyrie deserves to be on the all-time top 75 list. I don't want to hear he's better than Damian Lillard. I don't want to hear he's better than Chris Paul. Wait, who, Kyrie? Yeah, and I don't want to hear KD's better than LeBron. And he's not better than Giannis Antetokounmpo either. He's 26 years old. Um, Kyrie, talent-wise, skill-wise, he's incredible to watch. But... The real yeah. argument is him compared is like he's third behind Steph and Luca, but like realistically, he's not better than Paul now. See, I mean, and like Morant, Trey Young. I mean, I'd argue Trey. I mean, my friend were saying the other day we were like, I'm ready to put Ja over him. Who did I yeah, say? I just I I think when you don't play like that just happens, and it's not like. Like a lot of people have the argument. I don't know if you do. You know what the pick a side podcast is with Joel Moran, and then like his friends. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's like kids our age. And yeah, I think I've heard of it. The guy made the argument like when a guy gets injured, and they city you're like Dame. All of a sudden, everyone's better than them. It happened in baseball, Mike Trout, and uh, football, Mike Thomas, and recency bias. Yeah, but the thing with Kyrie is, is that he's not injured. You know, like he's not like he's choosing not to play, and the vaccine—that's a whole different thing. But it's if it wasn't the vaccine, it would be some—it would be something else. 
and dude, like, even if it is that, like, you still did it, and like, you're getting swept smiling. Yeah, like now you can play. Like, 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 like views aside, like you, you couldn't get, you didn't want the shot that's on you, like not on you, but that's what you want to do. Um, but now you can play, and you get swept. So you lost two games in Brooklyn, which was basically and, the TD Garden. <laughs> I mean, we knew it was too. I so like Nick Wright was tweeting like, "Why is the ticket so expensive?" One because the Celtics matchup, and like, yeah, we, we knew there'd be so much green, oh, yeah. so much. Like it's like Yankee fans traveling. Yeah. Um. So you want to get into our uh, our teams or all NBA teams? Sure, we did the first team. Yeah, we could just we reiterate it. Mine is I got Luca. I picked Tatum over Booker. Then I got Giannis and Bede and Jokic. I went with the two centers because I think they're eligible. And then um we'll just reiterate yours. Yeah, uh Book, Luca, Giannis, Tatum, Jokic is my first team. Just because okay. you could argue like I've said it for weeks. You could argue the two centers, this and that. Like, we saw how Jokic just did against Draymond and, like, in the first round. There's no wrong answer with either of them. But, like, I'm expecting – Jokic gets my vote because I'm expecting the win. And, like, he's – obviously give him – like we've said, give him Tobias Harris, Maxi. Or just his healthy team. Yes. You know? Did you so, see what he said? He doesn't give a shit about my MVP. No, my dad told me that. They asked him about the contract, um, like the max. And he goes, you know, if they offer it, I'll sign it. If they offer it, bro, that thing has been written up since the year started. (laughs) He's got to be the best nugget ever too, right? I was thinking this yesterday besides like Iverson. Who am I forgetting? Carmelo. I mean, we know he's up there. (laughs) Uh, I feel like there's someone else I'm forgetting too. Um, Well, like Matumbo. I think he was yeah. – was he on the Nuggets? Wow. I shouldn't say that if I don't know. He was? Yeah. Um, I mean, J.R. Smith. <laughs> hey, the academic uh, – what was he, an academic athlete of the year for this school? Congrats to J.R. And he met up with Iman Shumpert. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That that brought back memories. Love that I team. Did, yeah, I, I'm sure you like that. I used to be a I big J.R. hater just because he would mess with <laughs> Smart and they'd beef. But, like, now he's cool. Stuff like I'm that. I'm trying to think. No, I think like Mello. I I mean, Iverson's like a true sixer in my opinion. Um, but Mello, probably Mello and Jokic. From and, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to yeah, think of like I looked it up. Alex English, Carmelo, Dan, Isel or Isel. I've heard of him. Forget how you pronounce it. Jokic, Matumbo, Iverson, Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Well. So yeah, probably Melo and Jokic. Not that rich of an order. Ooh, that's you can go a half hour, forty minutes on who's better there. Because Melo's had more playoff success. He did get to the um, Western Conference Finals with the quote unquote Thuggets, which whatever whoever said that. <laughs> I don't even know who said that. Right. What? Quick space out. I gotta pass before we do the teams. <laughs> All right. I'll keep oh. them talking so I don't got to cut anything. Look at his Coachella shirt, guys. That's sick. <laughs> I was uh, thinking so... I had the shades on. I'm like, should I keep the shirt on? And then I was yeah. like, down. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, guys. So while Rob's gone, I'm just going to do a quick plug. Um, don't forget to follow us on Sports Bible on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Um, it's Sports Bible Pod everywhere. Uh, we're working on more shorts, more videos. Also, let us know in the comments, would you rather us post the entire podcast on YouTube or do like segments so you guys can listen to them in separate like videos? I know from like a podcast listener, I like things like separate so I can see them like the exact topic I want to listen to. So please let us know. I'm going to also post it on my personal Instagram as well as the Sports Bible Instagram. Uh, Thank you guys for sticking around and uh, we're going to keep growing this channel. Yeah, I I just did a quick plug before you. So I know. I don't gotta make any drastic changes, but um, so Melo Jokic—that's an off-season conversation. But um, so we get the team started. So my second team, a point guard, I got Trey. <laughs> two, I I got Book, I got Devin Booker. Which three? I put Bron, LeBron. I mean, the the year he's not on an All NBA team is the year he's probably retiring. Four, I got KD. I know he missed time, but his numbers are just great. And five, despite people hating him because he's a nice guy, Carl Anthony Towns. Wow. You have a completely different team? (laughs) Not completely different, but like some, uh, you know, some. Call me an idiot. I'm unexpected to get in high. Call me an idiot. I don't care. What'd you say? You can call me an idiot. I don't care. No, not. I don't think that's idiotic. I'm just surprised that like a couple of the uh, high praise. Trey Young. <laughs> so yeah, I got KD LeBron. Joel. I got receipts if you need. <laughs> uh, LeBron, KD, Joel, and then John Steph. <laughs> Simple as that. Well, you didn't. You had book on the first team, right? Mm-hmm. So. Who is your other guard? Booker. Besides him. Young? Yeah. And then LeBron and KD. Wait, so you have LeBron, KD, Joel, John, Steph? Yeah. Oh, okay, because you had Booker on the first team. Yep. Gotcha. Um, so points per game, Trey Young, 28, Ja, 27. <laughs> Assist per game, Trey Young, nine. I know they are. Ja, six. I mean, hey, wait, let me bring this up first. I can't believe – was it me saying Ja was going to win most improved back in December? I mean, I thought it was changing. I don't, I didn't keep that prediction. I thought it should have been Jordan Poole. Like, I said Darius wait. Garland, right? You said Garland, I think, yeah. I said Poole. Or no, I changed the pool, but back then when we did it during my recovery, I was like, yeah, I'll take Ja just because, yeah, it's only like a five to seven point upgrade, but like he's a superstar now. But obviously like another tough thing is how great they were without him. But like, and I agree with Draymond Green, and this is actually a compliment to John Morant. He's too good to win most improved. Like, when you're the second overall pick, you're expected to improve. That's what you said to me in December, yeah. and then that was the point I made, and then I slowly started to agree with you. Like, like Desmond Bain is – did you see what he did? He, like, left it on, like, his kitchen counter. John Morant gave Desmond oh. Bain the – Yeah, I did see that. 
Um, but anyway, He's like being like good last night too. He he was expected to. He wasn't expected to make that leap. Like Dejounte Murray, same. The Darius Garland, like John Morant was supposed to be this superstar. When you're picked like six or seven in the NBA, it's basically getting picked in like the second round in the NFL, the third round, which is not an insult. Getting drafted, I would never. Look, look at these shoulders. Yeah, I ain't playing professional <laughs> sports. You could argue um, like Maxi too, like behind, like in like the pool range. Do you want to do early uh, most improved for next year? Because what's yours and why is it RJ Barrett? <laughs> That'd be like a good debate, I'd say. He, yeah, but he would have to average 25. So, but that's a conversation for later in the year. <laughs> um, yeah, and with Ja, I think I think with this award also, I mean, good teams have good players. So that's kind of why they're all kind of in the playoffs. But Team success doesn't really matter to me in the all NBA teams. Like Trey Young was the eight seed, Ja was the two seed, but like Trey Young had the better year. Like he had more points total, but he also averaged more. So like that's the way I looked at it. Yeah, I mean Trey, like it's tough to really devalue him with like how tremendous of a year he really had. Like We've it's another thing we've talked about throughout the season is like how he just went from like that dude to just underrated, but it's like <laughs> I hate to be the postseason judger, but like look at him against Miami, you know, and like it, it's he's got to take every shot though. It's is the tough thing. They you got KD have, on your team. What'd you say? You got KD on your team. What do you mean? Trey Young at least won a game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You I'm just saying. That. You could give him that. It's just he has to do everything, too. Like, he has to fire. He has to get his shooters in it. He has to even rebound sometimes. Like, the whole offense runs through him. Yeah. And, like, maybe it could have been different. I mean, we know. They also ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah, like, they didn't stand a chance against them very much. Maybe it could have been different if Clint was more – Durable and same. It would have won, I think, an extra game. Yeah, maybe Collins. I was gonna say, but Miami's good. Like I, I would have flashbacks to the bubble if we meet them in the conference finals. Although two completely different teams, even though we have a, they have a great defense, but obviously we much better. And like we, like there's no another thing. Bill Simmons said there's no Kemba Walker to hunt <laughs> on the other end. Like we have the true point guard now. <laughs> Oh. People want to like crap on Julius Randle and Evan Fournier and whatever for the Knicks. Just because he's a nice guy, he's the kind of the real issue the Knicks had this year. They didn't have a point guard because of him. I'm curious to see like what their decision is on him in the in come July. Uh, he ain't going to be in the Knicks uniform. I, I doubt can... it. It would be pretty funny too after them saying like, "All right, we're just going to focus. We're just going to prepare you for next year." But like, it's yeah, just okay. me, dude. It's like. I don't know if he's just not truthful about it. I mean, here we go, bringing it back 10 years again. But I think I told you, like, in the bubble, the thing was, like, he didn't take his treatment. Like, uh, Serious? Yeah. And, like, he had, like, a knee injection. It didn't go well. And he was, like, saying, like, oh, this is the best I felt. I'm ready to come back, like, once the season restarted. And then it was the same BS. Yeah. And then he was out last year until what? January and then couldn't play back to backs the rest of the year. Oh, I talking about the Celtics. 
Yeah, I forgot about that. You didn't even come back till January ish. Yeah. All right. Um. So third team, I am requesting to go second here. So you read your team first because you might leave the podcast after. Who am I? I have on this team. Demar Derozan, uh, Trey Young, Chris Paul, Pascal Siakam, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> okay, that's kind of what I've seen everywhere. Um. All right. So I got Ja. He's my point guard. Then I got Steph. I almost left Steph off on accident, but then I looked at his numbers. He wasn't as bad as people thought. Bad for his standards. He looks back. He yeah, really- that's terrifying. Um, DeMar DeRozan, three. Pascal, four. <laughs> right for this guy? Who? The latest sting of the bee in the eye, Rudy Gobert. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit you with some numbers because I mean these are kind of surface numbers, they're not like in depth like people love nowadays. But Nicole not Nicole Yoch. Rudy Gobert averaged 14.7 rebounds a game, 15.6, had a 71% field goal percentage, which led the league. Okay. He also had two blocks a game, which was third in the league behind Jaron Jackson and Robert Williams. And he is arguably the one of the best defenders in the league. Not arguably, he is one of the best defenders in the league. So, All the way – what? I'm sorry, continue. The <laughs> way I had it laid out, meaning like I had two centers basically in um my first team. Who am I going to put as my last center? DeAndre Ayton? Bam Adebayo? So – all I'm going to say is this is just like, like respect, but like, this is just a heavy diss to Chris Paul. That's all I'm going to say. And, and the Suns. I, I, I mean, Chris Paul averaged what? I mean, I know his he, four, 15 and 11, two and a half turnovers a game. That's incredible for him. I overrated him. I said he was an all-star starter when we did them in the winter and you were like, you think you think he's an all-star starter at 14 points per game? <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, sorry, Chris Paul. <laughs> That's all I got. Also, I mean, what am I going to I'm going to go Steph, Trey, I'm a Steph, Ja, and Chris Paul. They probably wouldn't allow that. Some someone belongs on the third or second team. You think Chris Paul should be over Trey Young? On, um, I think I, I, be- I have Trey Young on my second team, but do you think he should be over Trey Young? <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, yes, <laughs> by a smidge, I do. Uh, I don't know. You, you're a big Trey guy since last June. You really are. Still hate him. <laughs> uh, I mean, Trey Young did average like almost a double double, and John Morant did miss a lot of time. And I'm, I don't care as much about like him, like them them playing well without him. But he he played 57 games, so he missed 25 games. I mean, like for him though. And Trey missed. Trey played seventy six games. That's impressive. But let's go back on Paul's career and like look at. Like oh, that. I'm talking about John Morant. Oh, okay. Chris, Chris Paul. 
he'd be like my sixth man on my third team. <laughs> Put it that way. I just like I look at the impact of winning and like Trey is still a baby. I can put this with you. I think he deserves it over Gobert, but I can't put three guards. And I think Trey deserves it over Chris Paul. That's that's the best way I can put it. All right. I'm I'm respecting it. <laughs> right, right now you're like this fucking idiot. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm respecting it. I just I think it's the Gobert is just funny. <laughs> He gets overhated. I don't think he's a, he's a pretty good player. I don't obviously I don't think it's dumb or nothing. That's just like I think it's I don't think it's dumb, but what the fuck you doing, man? Oh you're like, let me sneak him in. All right. I think we can move on to the games now. The series is coming up. Um what do you want to start with? You want to start with the west or the east? Let's just talk about Philly, I guess, before we get into it, right? Yeah, we'll we'll start with that series. I forgot they're still in. Um, so they took care took care of business. Um, Toronto, you know, good for them. But Memphis has to play tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, they play after Boston. So with Philly took care of business. With Toronto, as expected, we we there was a, a sliver of hope that they were gonna blow that. And then at the end of the game, Joel Embiid, what do you have? He has an orbital fracture and a mild concussion, so he's out indefinitely. Yeah, and like, you see what the Raptors announcers did? No, but I don't like them. I will get into it after. They, they, he. I mean, Embiid shouldn't have done this, but I don't. I didn't want him to get hurt. He was doing like an airplane down the court when they were up thirty. And I'm all for like having fun, but when you're up thirty, like, there's no point in doing that. And then he got hit in the face. I think that might have been when he broke it, it fractured his, his orbital bone. Yes, yeah. And the announcers were like, well, that's what you get. And I'm like, you can think that. Like, as a Raptors fan, I kind of get it, but I don't condone injury. No. So, anyway, from just a special standpoint, they are screwed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, me and you, like, we talk about how much we don't like Philly and don't but I don't want anyone getting hurt. Yeah, don't like the 76ers, but we would never wish that upon anyone. And I've told you how annoyingly biased the announcers are. The girl, Kate Scott, ridiculously biased and annoying. If you hear some clips, you will laugh remembering me saying this. But the secondary Sixers. Oh, okay. The girl. So the secondary announcer used to play for Philly and he did the same thing with Josh Giddy early in the season. Like he like they're in OKC and he went down and he was like, he, they're both incredibly biased. And the, the chick, you could tell when she gets super excited and um, he, when Giddy goes down, he's just like, Oh, uh, like no offense, like no offense to Josh Giddy, but like, I can care less. Like, cause something else was happening with like Embiid or another Philly player. Yeah, it's like, you just, just don't say it. Yeah. You know, like just there's things that you can just not say. And I never, I never talked to you much about Tommy Heinsohn, but like, yeah, I, I'm not so, great with like reporter, like uh, announcers knowing them. All right. So uh, <laughs> I'm turning back the clock a little on this one, but so the Toronto announcers, Tommy, first of all, Tommy Heinsohn, 
is the guy who passed away all time. Great Celtics player. He's you'll never see an icon for an organization be as dedicated as him. Like he's like Mr. Celtic basically played retired number 15, won championships, all time player for them coached like hall of fame coach and player and a hall of fame announcer. So he's incredibly biased with Boston, like the Boston Mm -hmm. accent that never committed a foul. Like he would go like, look at Marcus, like go nuts. Like it's hilarious. Like there was this one, just to educate you, like a brief synopsis. There's this one clip of Aaron Baines when he passed away last November, when we were in one of the classes together, I think it was persuasive calm posted a big Instagram about it. So this is the year we had Kyrie in them. It's a preseason game. And he said this, I'm going to send you the video after it, but Aaron Baines was new on the team. Like this was just found that created that team. So like, he's like, he's like, now I'll tell you, he's like, I was looking at Baines in the shower and he's like, and he looks like all of Australia. And like, you just hear Mike Gorman, like the Celtic announcer just start laughing. That's bad. So that's how Brian Scalabrine came up. Like he like was under Tommy Hineson's wing, stuff like that. And he's incredibly biased too, of course. But obviously like Tommy was like Mr. Bias, but the the Toronto announcers, I used to listen when we would play there and like it would be an NBA TV game or streams and have to listen to their broadcast. And he, they would say stuff. They'd be like, oh, Tommy Hansen, like the Celtics never committed a foul. I'd be thinking like, you guys are no better. Like and <laughs> you guys are yelling. Like you could be biased when it's your team. I mean, I don't mind that, but. With the Raptors, like, just don't say a guy deserves to get hit in the face. I like the main – You could think I, it, but I don't, don't say it. I don't like the secondary guy. Like, he's no better than Tommy Heinsohn, of course. And, like, obviously, Tommy's a legend. And he uh, he was old. He was, like, 86 or something when he passed away. But, like, it's just <sighs> – I'm going to ask you, where are we going with this? Announcers. You talked I mean, about the Toronto announcers. I talked about Tommy Heinsohn. Oh, no, we were talking about the Philly. No, because the oh, Toronto okay. Raptor announcer was saying yeah. um, but the injury, whatever. Injury. But, yeah, they're out now. But Philly-Miami, is Jimmy Butler playing? I think he's he's practicing. Well, day-to-day as of right now. But, yeah, just my bad for getting off topic to you, no, you and, good. and the audience. But it's just finish what you were saying. I was no, I was going to say – I don't know if Philly can really. It's gonna be yeah, there's, there's hope that he returns for this series. Yeah, I saw that. So it's like, and do you do you trust James Harden? Yeah, and like, but you do. That's well, I'm saying that's the thing. Oh, like that's the biggest thing, and Miami's defense is incredibly tough for them. Like they were already going to make it tough for them probably with Joel, even though it would have been a thriller of a series and I maybe would probably would have picked Philly, but like, it's, it's so unfortunate. And I, I, we've talked about, that's what I was about to get into. We've talked about how much we don't like Philadelphia, like being Boston and New York, but like my one friend's a diehard fan. I feel for him, man. The unfortunate events that they've been through draft wise, Every spring, the Ben thing last year, this thing, like you finally get a good pairing, you get hard, and this happens. The Kawhi bounce, like they just, it's unfortunate. Every, 
like I've said to you in the past about the Celtics, like unfortunate events through the years, like they have really bad luck every postseason, every spring. And it's tough. Like Doc was just getting done defending like why he blew the leads in his series. Like he poured his heart out about it and you could tell he was sensitive. And, you know, he was saying like what happened. Um, I didn't agree with that at all. Yeah, and, like, I kind of didn't, too. Like, he said, like, oh, the bubble was tough. You can blame it on everyone, basically, except for you. He's saying, like, look at that Orlando team. And what he left out was last season. Like, last season he blew, too. And I love how he throws in the, obviously, I have to be better. Like, after you say all that, we all know. that's. He's like, I know I got to keep being better. That's just just a PC. (laughs) Like, come on. Like, first of all. You've blown the leads. Like, it's not like three, one lead. You can't win one game. And like, obviously it happens a lot. Oh my God. If they would have blown that lead out of bed. Yeah. And like, that's the amazing thing. Like you escape blowing this doc river cinema that we also, if if the Raptors would have won the game and and B was hurt, who knows what happens in game seven. Wow, I didn't even think of that. But I, what I was going to say was, like, you, you somehow escape the collapse and, like, Doc being Doc leaves him out up 29 with four, under four minutes to go. That happens. Like, you could have – you'd rather have that game seven in Toronto with or in Philly with him healthy and this happening. You're going against Miami and him being out definitely. Now they are hopeful – he it might is a bad back. matchup, though. Yeah, like you're hopeful he like could be back later on in the series, but like, man, that what are you doing with that? Like, how do you let that happen? Like, you escape yeah. it, and then he, he says after the game, "I think I broke my face seriously," and then it comes out on a Friday night. Is he gonna wear the the mask when he comes back? I bet, think yeah. if he comes back, yeah, I, I'd assume. I saw Statmuse tweeting it and. It's going to be – I don't know. Maybe he – they're just hopeful and no surgery. I'm sure they're going to monitor it day by day. I think he took like three weeks, I saw. Like one of the doctors tweet that like whenever it happened to him last or another player, they compared. I forget. But it took like two to three weeks. So it's going to take time. But Yeah, but it it it'll happen. also be probably accelerated a little bit because of the um, playoffs. But – now it's on it's on Harden, you know, and I don't know like Maxi is good, but this defense that they're going up against is nothing like it's it's like Miami is Toronto like I'm gonna reverse this. Toronto is a watered down Miami. Like Miami is Toronto with more talent. I've thought this, yeah. The culture, the organization, the culture, Butler. the front office. Now they don't have a guy with the ceiling of Scotty Barnes. I will say that. But as of right now, I like that take. But as of right now, like Butler, Bam, Tyler Harrell could score. Um, Ola Depot even played pretty well. Like the last play of the game of their series, switch locked up, switch locked up, like corner doubled. Like there is not a breath of fresh air at all against them. And that's going to yeah. be really tough for James Harden, who. He's going to complain about foul calls all series. Yeah. It's they need Houston Harden. And like, if you, if he doesn't 
come out like that, you're done for. And like you need Maxi to be aggressive. Danny Green, you need to him to play like how he did in game six. Tobias was good in the beginning of the series. My friend was saying he's like, Can you at least get me to the conference championship? Like that's all I want, dude. Like they know. haven't been to one since Iverson in 01. I don't know. With a, I didn't think they were gonna win with Embiid. I thought they were the favorites in the Heat series, but I thought it was definitely scary. Yeah, so I mean Butler is probably gonna play. Lowry's out, but they like Lowry's role on that team is very like replaceable. Like you, like Max Struess is kind of like a fill in for them, and they kind of move around. I don't know. The, the, the Heat just have a lot of error, like a lot of re- not replaceable parts, but a lot of what's that term we used to use all the time in school? Interchangeable parts. Next man. Like, yeah, like a lot of like all their pieces fit into the same puzzle. Like they don't have. They have guys that are versatile, and that helps when a guy gets hurt. Like if Bam gets hurt, which that's big, that's big in the playoffs. But in the regular season, you have like Yurtsevin, you have you Dwayne. have guys that can Dwayne Dedman. If you really need to, you Donis Haslam, but we all know. <laughs> and then like if like Tyler Harrell gets hurt, you have guys like Gabe Vincent, Oladipo, Butler can obviously score. So. I don't know. I just think Miami is just so deep that like Jimmy Butler didn't play games uh, five, five or six for Atlanta five, right? Yeah. And they like handled it. Like, like I think it would be the same score if Butler played and that's not a knock on Butler. That's just a, that's just a compliment to how well they just adjust. I mean, and we've said best coach in the league too. And Bam thought he could have won defensive player of the year. And like, they're not, like I said, they're not Boston on defense, but they're up there close to it. And like, yeah, they will run you out the gym. And like, and people make- forget they were in the finals two years ago. Coming into the year, I, I wrote this whole Kyle Lowry thing. And I was like, they're going to be probably arguably a one seed or one of those teams. And now it's all coming to fruition. And like the personnel, interchangeable parts like you said it's just amazing for philly because like i mean we last week we were like this is gonna be over five and like i was telling you how like my friends were laughing that i picked them in seven and like it's amazing how Jalen rose said it he was like not only do you take them out the game in game six but like you got to close that series out like when you can. Like you can't let it go back to Toronto now. Like you give a shot Toronto. where you can lose and yeah, and like you lose, you let the series go for longer than it should have with Toronto having injuries. You go back to a hostile environment. Now this is going to carry. Look what happened to Joel, for example. Now all this carries over going to South Beach Monday night. So it's yeah, gonna- and it's also like Miami's had more time off now. Jimmy Butler's getting healthier. James Harden's, you know, a little heavy, a little chubby. We all know his offseason habits aren't great for a basketball player. Obviously, for the common human, I don't think he's doing anything illegal. From what we know, he's not. Spanish I'm not putting that. On, I'm not putting that on him though. I'm not saying he's doing that, but you get what I'm saying. Like he's he in clubs, the club. drinks. What? <laughs> he's hitting the clubs. Yeah, he's hitting the clubs. He's the average guy. So, <laughs> but when you're a professional basketball player, though then that's a problem because then you're getting heavier, you know? So I am not saying James Harden's a criminal because he's not, 
Not saying that. I'm saying he's a partier, which is yeah. good for you. Go, but playoff time, it's going to come back to bite you. This so. was like, and that's the sad thing about it is like this, this was like, all right, now is your time. Like, no excuses. We put this team together for both of you, for the city, for this organization. Yeah. No excuses. And like, you know, nut up or shut up. And like, they, it sucks, man. It really does. And like, I'm not one to like feel bad for that organization, but I really do. So do you, do you, what's your outcome on the series? Uh, I mean, what do you, you tell me? I want to hear your first. See, I want to look at it this way. Atlanta healthy is the same thing as Philly without Embiid. So Miami in five. I like Who had five. a better year, Trey Young or James Harden? I agree with you on that one. I like Who's five. Who's had more playoff success? <laughs> I was maybe, hey, that that could be a bold take with how young he is. But I thought I that like on the it. fly. I like it. We'll give. I was thinking maybe two games. I'll go Heat and five. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll move to the West now. We'll save the Celtics for last. Um, Dallas Phoenix. I love this series. Yeah, thriller, dude. Um. So, <laughs> Luca just bullied Jazz. Although they had a shot to tie it, like they they got an open look. That was a good game. But Luca's back, like he's healthy. Jalen Brunson is price is going up every day, and I hate it because I want him on the Knicks. Yeah, Pistons want him with Cade too. Yeah, so with Phoenix, they're the one seed, and deservedly so. Deservedly so. They kind of limped. Like, I mean, Booker didn't play, but New Orleans did not look overmatched. Well, that's just the credit they deserve. Like we talked about last yeah. week, Willie Green, McCollum, Zion's, Jose Alvarado in the right way. Jose Jones. Ingram is like my friend said it to me. Like he's a better playmaker than Tatum. I would say like he's, I mean, we know who's the better player, but like he's, he got 11 assists the other night and like it yeah. was, they're going to be good next year. Like, not contenders, but a playoff team. Yeah, I think we said and, this last week. Remember when uh, we hated the McCollum deal? Look how great it is and, like, how yeah. beautiful of a fit he is for the organization. And, like, Herbert Jones is good. And, like, that got Trey Murphy. It's, like, Valentinus yeah, is was, good. Forgot about him. Yeah, I, really, don't, I don't know why the Grizzlies gave him up. Yeah, I think it was for mainly a, a pick and like something with salary, but like that was definitely yeah, I agree with that. But it's like credit to New Orleans. I mean, Book was hurt. It was a really good series, especially in New but Orleans. He might still be hurt. He came in from a hamstring strain in a week. He'll progress by the game, kind of like Rob Williams did. I just, I don't know. I mean. I still think Aiden's soft. I'm going to call him soft the entire time he's in the league. He's been playing good, though. Like, I know. I know. I just like to call him soft. 
comes out in the postseason. Yeah. Just kind of like Butler. Um, I think we can agree Luca's better than Chris Paul. Okay, and then let's, let's go through matchups. So Luca's better than Chris Paul. Book is better than Brunson. I feel like Mikael Bridges and Dorian Finney-Smith are like the same player. You're wrong on that one. You think Bridges is better? Because, <laughs> like, Dorian's a role player. On Phoenix, he'd be a role player. Mikael is, like, a big piece moving forward. I don't know. I think, I think Bridges is really good. And, like, he could have won Defensive Player of the Year himself, you know? Like, that's yeah. what separates them is, like, his ceiling and what he does on the other end. Dorian's just, like, a stand-up, yeah, let me fit in the system and knock down the three ball with Reggie Bullock. Well, I would say, actually, Dorian's the four. So, Bullock is the three. Bridges is better than Bullock. Dorian yeah. Finney-Smith or Jay Crowder? Probably. Dorian. Probably. But yeah, Crowder's okay. got the experience, so that's very tough. Like, he's got – been there with Miami, been there at Boston. And then I think Aiton has the edge over Powell or Kleber or whoever's yeah, playing. There, there's no size there. But that, that – forget about the interior. Like, this is going to be a well-coached battle, I feel like, and just a good series. Like, this is a good series to compare player by player as well because, like – yeah. Your like, point. on the bench, Dinwiddie's probably the best bench player out of both teams. Yeah, I mean. He's better than campaign. I was thinking him. Who, are we Cam Johnson's pretty good, but he's not better than Dinwiddie. Who'd you say? Cam Johnson. Oh, yeah. I, I he, mean, I think he got votes for sixth man of the year candidate, but, yeah, I wouldn't say he's the offensive weapon well, Spencer's at the end of Dallas, the Dallas Dinwiddie. Not Spencer, yeah. not uh, not Washington. <laughs> yeah, totally. But uh, this is a really good series. I mean, I really want to pick the Mavs. It's just like <laughs> I might pick Dallas in seven. I think I might be down. That's your your pick. Like we're gonna be in Phoenix two games. I think each home team wins. I think that is a big chance. I, I was gonna say about Utah, like Dallas could have won it in five. Say if. That. If Luca plays like the whole series, well, that first of all, I didn't even think of that. But the the one game, the night the Celtics played Game Three, when uh, he had the pass inside to Gobert and he dunked the alley oop. Yeah. I forget what what else. Oh, he gave up an and one, or Dallas gave up an and one. And the the Mavs missed a free throw. Yeah, and Luca hit. Who was it? Dwight Powell. Oh, uh, was a big man. I think it might have been Powell. Yeah, I think he's actually like he's pretty solid. Like he he fits them really well. He's he fits them better than Porzingis because he could pass. Yeah, and that was some dagger by Luca. They could have finished it early, but I had fun trivia question for you. Where did Dwight Powell start his career? Oh, I feel like it's got to be Boston, but <laughs> <laughs> is it Boston? <laughs> He was in the Rondo trade back in 2015, and he's been – he never played with us, like never, and we used him as – he came from, what, Stanford or something like that? And we I'll, used him uh, – Yeah. We used him as, like, part of that deal. Like, he was sent in the Rondo trade, and he's been there ever since. It's kind of crazy. Yep. Might be one of the longest tenured maps, probably they. Yeah, I think – with this series, I think the Mavs have the best player in the series. 
I think we like we said this with the Celtics, like like the Nets had the best player in the series in theory, and then Tatum and Brown were two and three because of the unknown of Kyrie. And then, well, yeah, we were saying like Tatum was definitely the two, but we definitely didn't think he would clamp Kevin and yeah, like it 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 turned into Brown and Tatum were well Tatum and Brown were one and two, and then beautiful man, so Mavs are the best player in the series. Booker's a little banged up. Mavs in seven. Going Mavs in seven. <laughs> We're doing it. Let's do it. Going Mavs. I think we I think this, I, I'm staying. I'm I'm holding my ground. What did I say? Like what's it like two months ago now with your friend? What did I say? Mavs, watch out for them. And I love their value on I will say an unknown app because we're not sponsored by them. And you know, you can get trouble. Even though we have like seven viewers. Shout out to all seven of you guys. I told um, you I better than memphis like to like for sure more. yeah i think and you, if they don't play the suns if they played like golden state or memphis i think they win like you know you think dallas beats golden state i shouldn't have said that uh <laughs> anyway let's, let's look at the the future so dallas um according to this app why am i struggling oh <laughs> They are plus 750 to win the West. It's got to be like third best odds, second. Fourth. They have Dallas over Dallas. I mean, they have uh, Memphis over Dallas. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But I I, I would uh, probably pick them against – I would like to pick them against the Grizzlies. Is, is Luka the best player left in the West or is Steph? This season, you could argue Doncic, but, like, you got to give – if if the Warriors win the finals, I saw Jay Williams said it. I agree. Shocked. Top ten all time. Steph, Probably, he'd have yeah, fourth for sure, or he'd have a Finals MVP. Finally, he'd have what a fourth title. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Luke, he's. I think he might be the best player in the West right now. So yeah, he probably is. Uh, and I is. think the way Jalen Brunson's playing, it kind of gives me that Fred Van Vliet vibe from a couple years ago. It's a good comparison. Plays yeah. very similar. Looks like Kyler Murray. Like, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, yo, why is Kyler Murray playing basketball? Like, even, like, they're, like, they have, like, like dread, uh, dreadlocks. Uh, they have a little bit. It's like, it's, like, short dreadlocks they have. They look exactly alike. Like, body type. Like, like they're both, like, short and stocky. And I'm like, wow. Hey, my friend who... Uh, my friend who's the diehard Sixer fan, like, is obsessed with the Cowboys, too. Rob Williams looks That's just weird. Like, That's really weird. Like twins with Randy Gregory. Robert. Yeah, well, he's off. He's on Denver now. Um, So, we're, we're Dallas and seven. We're agreeing on that one? Yes. Okay. Let's move now. Golden State, Memphis. I don't, I don't think Memphis stands a shot in this series. <laughs> I'll give Warriors and six. I don't think they're well, not going to cruise through these playoffs. The way the way I look at it, Memphis had to come back like four times, and you're not doing that against Golden State. I don't know how they didn't lose last night. Like Towns' terrible decision making at the end. McLaughlin was like low key the MVP and McDaniel's, and then Tyus Jones hits a crazy straight on buzzer beater wide open, like to end the shot clock in one of the last few minutes to put them up like seven or something. And like Desmond Bain came up clutch and they just yeah. 
came back so much this series, like you said, kept their heads in it. I wanted the I wanted to see a game seven. It was disappointing. Like Edwards yeah. is awesome. He, he's gonna I be just, fun to watch for a while. I love John Morant. No one's doubting you, man. Like <laughs> you're the two seed for a reason, and like you, yeah, like and people doubt you because this is like your first time that you guys are good. You think everyone believed in the Warriors at first? You, no one believed in Phoenix last year. Like it's just exactly. the way it is. Yeah. We all thought Atlanta was going to be the one seed this year. Look what they did. Um, so, yeah, with this series, I just think Golden State just – when they're clicking, I think they're the best team in the West. I just think when Clay was hurt, Steph was banged up. Too, in my opinion. Yeah, Draymond was hurt. So, depending on how Ja plays, because he's been kind of getting off the slow starts, but you can't do that against Golden State. You can't because – and then Jordan Poole's emergence too. So, yeah, I, I think Warriors get this in five. I think Kevin O'Connor said it from the ringer. I think Poole, if they win it, he could have like a Kawhi Finals MVP type deal. Also, Poole, Poole might be a little pissed off. He didn't win the most improved. <laughs> might be a little pissed I off. I think he was my pick, like I said. Yeah, he's and special. This team's fun. I'm like, I don't know why. Yeah, back well, and who forth. had a? Sorry, my bad. I was, I was. It sounded like I was saying Draymond's back in full form. He is, but I was going to say the whole team. Really, that's the biggest thing. I don't know why people have such a a no, like hard time. Or like we're like very defensive on, against the fact that Dejounte Murray should be considered like a most improved um, candidate. Did you see? Yeah, he should be. Did you? I see say he should win it, but he should be a candidate. I agree too. Like I thought, you remember me saying in like January, I thought it was ridiculous that like he was getting all star disrespect and like he wasn't a pick right away. But did you see his tweet about Levine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get into Levine when the season ends. I actually didn't know he was a free agent. I mean, his quote doesn't look too good, too. He sounds like he's going, like, open-minded into it. Maybe he'd like San Antonio, honestly, because he has relationships with Pop. When the that Celtic be, – a year ago, Celtic fans wanted him. That would be pretty good fit. Damn, imagine DeRozan leaves San Antonio to go to Chicago and then Levine goes to San Antonio. Wow, I didn't even think of that. That'd be something. That'd be a special backcourt, too. But- I think Levine has become so underrated that he's become a little overrated. Like, I think he's a fine player, but he's not in, like, the likes of, like, Mitchell, Booker, Tatum. No. Um, he's not in those likes. Like, Jordan Poole might pass him. That's a bold take. <laughs> well, a I mean, full of them today. Going forward. Going, going forward. forward. I mean, yeah, I just think Levine kind of plateaued a little bit. And that was his thing was like, are you a superstar? Like that's people thought they gave that deal to DeRozan wasn't to like be this contender and like really good team. They thought like that the team was thinking, all right, like we don't believe in you as a superstar and we like, we're not sign you next year. Also Lonzo got hurt and they drew a terrible matchup. I've been saying to everyone, I mean, they wanted to beat Milwaukee of course, but they would have been a, a, Big threat. Like, you're missing a lot with him. And we've praised him all season long on this pod. Like, three-pointer, one of the best shooters in the league. Defense, can cover multiple positions. Can rebound vision like Rajon Rondo. 
transition, he's amazing. Ben yeah. Simmons, Rondo, Chris Paul. He's got that sort of IQ. I know we shouldn't – Ben's not in the place to be thrown in that category, but, you know, we've seen how he is in transition. Yeah. All right, so um, your boys are up last. Um, well, not last. They're on tomorrow. Or, yeah, you guys will see this by the time we get out tonight. Um, Celtics Bucks. Celtics don't have the best player in the series, but they didn't against the Nets. And I believe in also hot teams win. When you get hot, it's hard to slow you down, especially in the playoffs when you're playing the same team over and over because you're just going to get more comfortable. Nothing against Milwaukee because they do have a guy named Giannis who I don't know if you saw something. You know, like the saying, real G's moving sounds like lasagna. Was it him saying he hasn't seen Boston play? No, so, someone said real G's moving sounds like Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> but he, anyway, was it? No, nah, just referring to what I was saying. Like he, he was just being a funny guy. I mean, I don't believe it, but like after the Chicago series, they were, they asked Budenhoser about Boston and he was like, I mean, you'd have to live on a, under a rock to see they haven't been the best team in the league, the best defense in the league, virtual sure. stuff like that. And then Giannis is like, Oh, like, I mean, I thought the beginning was funny when he's like, I don't watch basketball. Like I'm with my son sweating. Like I get really intense, but then he's like, I haven't seen what Boston's done. Like I don't watch basketball. I just that, know they're that's not really an insult to, Celtics either it's just some guys just like they're they're so invested in like their own team and like that and also if they're playing you're probably playing too at the same time so like yeah I don't don't think I didn't look at it as like an insult I just thought like all right you're on social media you have to see like some of it and you're trying to be funny for the most part but I did see Boston fans did like that account that I write for guy Boston sports like made it seem like that like on twitter they're like oh like he throws stuff at this throw shade at the celtics he's like the last guy guy. to do that yeah but and i will no who's starting for middleton is it gonna be grayson allen or pat Pat Connaughton? i mean we know grayson allen was really good in the beginning of the beginning part of the series so it's one of the two you'd have to look it up on espn neither was it Drew <laughs> Drew Holiday, Wesley Matthews, Bobby Portis, Giannis, Brooke Lopez? Ah, uh, yeah. So Wesley, they're just used to like he fits well with. Are they missing someone else? No, <laughs> I don't believe so. But. Wesley fits well because it's like he's just a spot up shooter. I mean, like we've seen him have big games through national TV or not big games, but hit big shots. But it's like Connaughton has had success against Boston in the playoffs before. Grayson Allen, we see, is just a good weapon now. It's going to be tough. And I will say this like, if you knew me, like beyond like, what do we mean, like 2020? So say before yeah. that. We have the Kyrie Irving teams, the Isaiah Thomas teams. I've been wanting a Celtic Warriors final since 2016-17 when we ended the home streak with Isaiah Thomas. Because every time they play, it's amazing. Like, amazing matchup, the coaching. We play good D on the Splash Bros. Steve Kerr, 
Brad Stevens in the past, even Udoka now. That's how it is with Milwaukee. Like, it's always a dogfight. We saw it on Christmas Day. We kind of had their number for the beginning part of this year. I mean, Giannis didn't play one of the games. And then the last second to last game of the season, I believe it was, yeah, uh, the one I was telling you about that we just sailed in or that it seemed like we weren't, that we were going to win and we ended up losing. But we didn't have Horford or Tatum in Milwaukee. And we almost won. It's two two season series, and like for years now, like they they've been meeting a lot. We saw them lose with Kyrie, twenty eighteen. We beat them in that thriller of a seven game series when it was Tatum's rookie year. Always a great matchup, really. Always is, but like I said before, like yeah, like they're still a tough team defending champs, and they have those two guards that can fill his role easily. But it's just Middleton is Michael Jordan against Boston and he's shown it in the playoffs and Celtic fans could agree. Of course, people who watch them as well. And like, that's a big loss, especially when we saw what he did in the finals. Um, I still sort of believe that like, that's maybe why they gave him the edge over Jalen for the all-star game, even though he has had a nice year, but his playmaking is off, his rebounding, he can bring up the ball, hit clutch shots. It's just like he's a big loss because he takes a lot of shots at the end and he's a clutch piece. So it's tough to like act like that. Again, them against the Seas, it's tough to act like that. That's that big of a miss. So I'll, I'll say – I want to say six, but I'll say Celtics in seven. I'm gonna we're gonna go through the players. Um, Drew Holiday or Marcus Smart? I think we can kind of agree, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Okay. Sadly, you hear the sadness in my voice. Yeah, but Jalen Brown or Wesley Matthews next. Yep. Um. Giannis Tatum. Put, I was gonna put Portis at the three here because Giannis is bigger. Should we just match like uh, Portis with Horford? I'll take Hor- I'll take playoff Horford. Over yeah, Horford. and then Giannis or Tatum. I'm probably taking Giannis. Yeah. Um, Maybe we get a, ma- a thriller of like a duel between the and, two that we did with the last series. I mean, we saw yeah. the one. <laughs> and then I'm probably taking Robert Williams over Brook Lopez. Yes. So, okay, so it's pretty even. I think the Celtics win this series because Middleton's out. Um, Tatum and Brown just Giannis can't do it alone, and Drew Holiday is just like he's a scorer ish. Like, he he averaged 18 a game, he played well in the playoffs. He had 10, he had 15, 15, 16, 26, and 10. And he barely played against oh, never mind, scratch that. I thought it was a playing game, but they didn't play a playing game. Um, Rich, what are you talking about? Um, but now you're good. I think the Celtics win this series in six. I I don't think, I think they're like they're they're red hot, and just Giannis doesn't have any help right now. I mean, Drew Holiday is the most he has. I'm not relying on Grayson Allen scoring 27 every night. I will say this though, this is another bold take. Go on. Actually, continue. We're good. Continue. No, go on because you're gonna be shocked. Not shocked, but you're gonna have a reaction to my take. I got to urinate again, but I'll let you finish. Okay. So if Giannis wins this series and Middleton's still out, he wins that series, still out, wins the next series, Giannis, and he wins the NBA Finals, Giannis is a top 10 player of all time. Yeah. 
like people were saying like they'd have to put him in the Jordan category like even that's an if football. like yeah. there's a long way to go but Jordan. to do that to do that alone again in this eastern conference yeah so go pee and yeah. um we'll, we'll come back in a second it's the coffee dude yep <laughs> So, like we guys said, just um, if you guys want to find any extra episodes, we got them on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Instagram. I'll tag all the links. It's also available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, probably our most popular. We actually got a viewer from Brazil, so thank you to that person. Um, let us know if you want us to cover any t- any topics or any certain teams that you want to talk about, or if you have a question for us to answer on the podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated. Tell your friends, enemies. Tell everyone, like I said, enemies too. Who cares? If they view the podcast and they like it, then that's good for them. You might not like them, but if they like us, then we appreciate it. I heard you. I like that idea. What? I said I heard you. We should just like get ideas from them. Yeah. I just gotta we gotta branch out a little bit more, obviously. But um, all right, so I think Celts in six. But if Giannis does win this series. I mean, he's just he's he's just checking boxes off like every time he plays. It feels like, and it's funny because like I don't think I ever told you this, but I used to be like, uh, like nah, like let's see him. I called him overrated, back. like a couple years ago. Yes, yeah, same. That's what I was gonna say. Like, let's see him like get a bag and actually do it. And then he proved me wrong last year. And then I was I have, you know, uh talked him up ever since and rightfully so but like you said it begins with this series like this is a this begins the championship path for them obviously same with boston so like this is going to be a finals like series like we thought it was going to be with brooklyn even though each game was good um so like yeah it, it starts here if you beat them without middleton if you beat the heat or sixers without middleton and then you beat maybe the Suns again, or then you beat Dallas or Golden State, especially. Imagine they beat Golden, he beat Golden State without Middleton. Like, he really will be like the Jordan-LeBron category, say he wins a, a champ, another championship at a finals MVP. Absolutely. And imagine he puts up another, like, one or two 50-point games again yeah. in He's... June. And it's just like, I like the Celtics in six pick and I think ESPN, that girl Malika Andrews, who does uh NBA today was saying she sees it in the Celtics, just like everyone else. Like I said, Vegas is like at one point they had like, they had that buzzer beater win against compared to the bucks of last year said the bucks had that buzzer beater win against the heat. And then like, it just looked like something special was going yeah. Kind of compared it to the Tatum layup against Brooklyn in game one and said, like, there's like there's something about them that's clicked and, like, they look on point. Like, they're not skipping a beat. And it's just, like, the way the two teams matched up length and just body and athleticism and defense-wise. Like, Milwaukee's terrific on defense, too. We were talking about Boston and Miami. But, like, Grant Williams and, like, Derek White, for example, like, on the defensive end, they're going to be – have to be big. But I like the Celtics in six pick. I'll go seven. And that was my thing coming in was like, 
if we get robbed, I'll be confident against them. But let's take would a one you, game at a time. I'll I'll say seven, sure. Would you like the Celtics in this series if Middleton played? I'd probably say the same thing, realistically. Yeah. Okay. I'd like six. I want to lean more towards six, but I'll like I'll take the not so biased pick and I'll say seven. Because I personally think if Milton was playing, I think the Bucks win this series. I just think he gives you a different element, and like and you said, he becomes Michael Jordan. <laughs> so, a lot of people think that. I think I saw Shaq said that. Like that's the deciding factor. Out of the TNT crew, though, Chuck was the only one that picked Milwaukee. I like that. Yeah. Over under, how many fights did Grayson Allen and Marcus Smart get into? I like that take. Um, Two or three? <laughs> There's seven games. It, it's tough, though, because, like, Marcus is, like, like – so some, locked in. Yeah, and – well, that, too, but it's, like, he hasn't been, like – he hasn't done that in a while. Like, he had some, like, words for, like, Norman Powell in the bubble, and then he got into it with Tristan Thompson on the Cavs before he was a Celtic. I could be forgetting one other moment, but, like – I was the bubble, for example, and Norman Powell and the Raptors, like you see him put his arm around and like talk to Kyle Lowry all series, like yeah. two veterans that have been in the Atlantic division going at it for a while. Fred. Um, now he's just like Mr. Nice guy that everyone loves, like even him and KD are boys. Cause like, they just yeah. respect like each other's work ethic on both ends and like, you probably heard, I think Marcus was saying that on the JJ pod that we've talked about, but it's like, I could see Grayson. It's different. Um, we saw what he did to Caruso well, back. Yeah. Then. I was going to say, I don't think it would be a fight from like talking. I think if like he goes to cheap shot, somebody Marcus Morris would be the first guy there. Oh yeah, of course. If that was to happen, then like two to three, oh, you know? but like if it was just nothing up, I'll give the over under at two for the whole okay, series. That's a good number. Like nothing, yeah. Yeah. All Um, I think that's all we got for this week. We Did we do four. our awards last week? Um, No, I don't think. I don't think we did either. We don't got to do no. them. Like I got them written down if you want to. Um, we can, I mean... What do you know when they come out? Because we could probably wait on that when for the next week when like the games are kind of in play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because cool. I mean most improves out already. But like, I think those come out like right before the finals, so we got some time for those. Yeah, we do. Yep. Alrighty. Well, I think that's all we got. Yep. Uh, I plugged everything already when you were draining your coffee. <laughs> but um great episode thank you guys for listening we appreciate it uh sorry we, we delayed it a couple of days it's supposed to be wednesday but i got some family stuff going on so um besides that though uh like i said thank you for listening robbie have anything new coming out or also listen to the bleed green pod uh it's rob's personal podcast mostly celtics talk um if you want to hear them go back 10 years get on that podcast <laughs> <laughs> thank you pal i appreciate that um I assume I'll do one talking about the second round. Like I said, yeah. I haven't like ranting about, I think my rants about how the series ended are good. Like I don't have to go back 10 years with that one yeah. again. Maybe I will when I'm in front of the phone, but like, 
this is fine. And I'll just look forward to Milwaukee and predict some other series. Yep. All righty. Well, it's good though. That's all we got this week. I hope you guys think Rudy Gobert is on the third team. If you do, I'll give you a dollar. Um, (laughs) Besides that, uh, good talking. We'll see you guys next week. The Celtics. See you, Rachel. Text you. Word. See you later. Bye.